Hey guys, what's going on? Coach Johnny back with the Performance Plus podcast. I am joined by Dr. Zach Long today. We are going to talk about uh, important metrics that you measure and track uh, across multiple domains. So not just your lifting numbers, not just your health numbers, kind of the, the highlights that you should be writing down and journaling. Before we jump into that, Zach uh, is in the process of setting up a new garage gym for himself. And I want to know what is the first item that you purchased the first item i purchased was a ring hanger like to go up on the the wall to basically attach to the studs that lets you really easily adjust um, the width of your rings and then i bought adjustable rings because i i got adjustable like they have notches that tell you what number what length you're at i absolutely hate adjustable rings where you go to the little buckle and you make it a little longer and then you go to the other one, you make it longer and then you have to see, are they level or not? And then you think they're level and you start your workout and you're like, no, they're not level. So I got ones um, off of Amazon that you just clip into the numbered holes and you know that they're even side to side. That is, that's the Rolls Royce right there. That's awesome. I didn't even know those existed. I got to update mine. There's, uh, there's some really expensive ones. There's like Rogue has some $200 ones and I found these on Amazon that are, they're also 12 foot long. So they can go from my like 10 foot tall ceilings. I can do push-ups and everything in between all of them. That's, that's living the life there, man. Well done. Um, no easy transition here, but well, I guess so. We're talking about things that are measured. Rings are measured. So uh, let's jump into this conversation about uh, what are the important metrics that you as a fitness forward uh, physical therapist are kind of looking at with your clients? And then what do you think the general public that kind of listens to us uh, on Performance Plus should be measuring, writing down and tracking? Um with that. So let's start first with lifting. What, what are the lifting numbers that you think everybody needs to know and do? Um, I'd say the one that I tend to ask my athletes the most is their squat to deadlift ratio. It's, it's probably a lot of valuable information. You'll see a lot of individuals that can squat. Your squat should probably be about 80% of your deadlift. That'll change a little bit based on some body ratios and things like that. But if it's dramatically off of that, then a lot of times there's kind of something off from a strength perspective. Like you'll find some athletes that can squat almost as much or maybe more than they deadlift. And if that's the case, then generally that's somebody that has a weaker back relative to their legs. Um, and the opposite end of the spectrum, like if somebody can deadlift a ton more than their squat, like I got a friend that's a 225 pound squatter and a 400 pound deadlifter. And if you look at him, he's got this jacked back. He's got some big glutes and he has no legs below that. So he is somebody that needs to figure out how to add a little bit of extra leg volume. That's probably my most important metric from a strength perspective. The rest of that then comes down to, you know, that individual's specific sport and their exact needs and those sorts of things. What about general, like, uh, kind of maybe bring it back a little bit less sporty and like more just, uh, human health. Like, are there any kind of like gym related, um, markers that you have for somebody's health hmm. no. like I'll, I'll give you mine i think that it's important that people like i always ask how are your strict pull-ups how's your 5k and and how's your back squat doing uh okay. just because uh, like 
it feels like those are things that like everybody should be able to do. Maybe not run a 5K, but you should be able to move for that amount of distance and, you know, not have to go to the hospital after. Yeah. So, so I do regularly talk to people about, you know, how many stretch pull-ups you can do. There's so many cross-centers out there cranking out giant volumes of kipping pull-ups and, and muscle-ups and those sorts of things when they can't do a decent number of, of strict pull-ups. So that is something that I very regularly address with individuals. I like the 5K one. I might have to start asking more people about that. I don't think you should be able to like, I don't think everybody needs to be able to go out and run an 18 minute 5k, but I do think, you know, that, that every cross sitter should be able to any day of the week, get up and go out there and do a respectable 5k time. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's actually an area where, Hey, if you can, if you can deadlift 500 and you can back squat 400, but your 5k is over 30 minutes, like that's, uh, something to look into. Like that's yeah. a, a hole in your fitness there for sure. We don't appreciate how much like that aerobic endurance that you build training for something like a 5k, how much that will actually improve your recovery on the strength stuff. Yeah. You can listen to Chris uh, Hinshaw talk about that stuff quite a bit. Yeah there's so much to that too, from a physiology standpoint, what about a little bit more health leaning, like blood pressure, triglycerides, like those kind of numbers that are maybe a little bit more, uh, doctor oriented, like any of that stuff that you're kind of think people should chart and, and measure. I will measure patients, heart resting heart rate and blood pressure. And once the, you know, ideally resting heart rate, you, you want to be below probably like 70 if you're trying to work on your fitness preferably even lower than that and blood pressure 120 over 80 or better than that. Um, but I don't really typically get into people's triglycerides and things like that. Um, if they have issues or questions with that, I tend to refer them to some physicians and nutritionists that I know that are much better at that sort of stuff. And that's a little outside my lane. Okay. Uh, how about other kind of like any recovery metrics for like fitness, like whether it be, uh, HRV sleep, any of that stuff. Yeah, I get a lot of individuals tracking their heart rate variability. So that's, uh, for those not familiar with it, heart rate variability is a metric of the beat-to-beat variation in your heart rate. So if your heart rate right now is 60 beats per minute, that does not mean that your heart is beating every single second on the second. There's a lot of variation in there. And heart rate variability measures that variation and gives you some insight in terms of how your nervous system is responding. So it just lets you know, is your body trending positively or negatively? And there's been a lot of research studies that, that correlate that with performance and correlate that with risk of getting injured. So I think it's really valuable to track that. And when you start to notice that things are trending in the right direction, making lifestyle changes, looking at your nutrition, your stress, your sleep, how hard you're working out, and it'll help you get ahead of some sickness stuff, help you get ahead of some injury stuff. So I think it's an incredibly valuable tool. I'm trying to not go down the rabbit hole of like all the details of this because most people don't need that. I would recommend taking a look at one of two apps. Um, Whoop is a great app. So Whoop is a band that you wear on your wrist that tracks your heart rate variability. There's another one called HRV for training. Um, those are both great resources. I'm pretty sure Garmin has a readiness score now. But if you wear a Garmin watch, yeah. I'm pretty sure the iWatch has something similar to that as well. So a lot of people are getting behind this tracking of heart rate variability. Uh, I think it's, it's very valuable for people to look at for sure. And then if it's off, you got to figure out why is it off and start to address those things, which one of which might be sleep, which I do think more people should pay attention to how much they sleep and the quality of sleep they get aiming to get seven to 10 hours of sleep a night. And I think a lot of people are fooling themselves and they sleep five hours a day and think that they feel great. I think they're, they're just used to sleeping under sleeping 
and then don't realize how much their performance has slowly dropped off. There have been a couple of really interesting studies where they made poor college kids. They sleep deprived them and gave them tests and they asked them how well they thought they performed on the test. And people, when they get sleep deprived, they think that they're still performing at this high level, but their metrics and their grades actually go down dramatically. So if you're undersleeping, you don't realize that you're undersleeping. You think that you're performing well and you're not. Um, and then another thing that I really think people should track, maybe even more important than heart rate variability, is, is you need to at least at certain times of the year, you don't maybe have to do this year round, you need to track your caloric intake. You need to understand if you're getting enough total calories in for how much you're expending, you need to know if you're getting enough protein in. I'm always shocked at how many um, CrossFit athletes are dramatically under eating total calories as well as protein for how hard they're working out. So use an app like... Um, we're big fans of the RP strength app here. So Pamela uses that one quite a bit. I think you've used it as well. And mm-hmm. I use my fitness pal. It's kind of my preferred one, but use some sort of app at some period of time to track your calories or at the very least your protein intake. If you have strength and performance goals. And I'm going to add on to that too. You should in your Rolodex of professionals that you have, uh, have somebody that is a nutritionist in there, uh, and have them actually like look into how much you need to eat, what you need to eat and at least once a year and get into this kind of like based on your goals and what's going on, uh, maybe even a little bit, uh, level below caloric intake too. And just kind of tracking that and making sure I'm constantly shocked, even to myself, I'll give a great example, uh, train, pretty hard for half Ironman last year, try, was trying to run it competitively. Um, thought that based on my limited knowledge on the subject was eating plenty, uh, got some blood work done after the doctor was like, dude, you're like, uh, one of those kids that you see on the TV commercials where they're asking for money for like malnutrition. He's like, you're, this, you're fucking terrible. Like you need to go eat. Uh, and when you kind of looked at the blood panels, like I was severely de- like, uh, deficient in carbohydrate intake for what I was doing. And, uh, I had some other things that just, I felt terrible in general at life at that point, um, going on and it all correlated back to that, but just simple, simple, actual look under the hood at what, what you're eating and how much you're eating is really, really valuable. So, uh, definitely he exact advice on that. I'd agree with the nutritionist comment. Like one of the best things I've done from a performance perspective, I mean, if I could go back 10 years, I would have started working with a nutritionist 10 years ago. Yeah. I've learned yeah. so much in the last six months of working with the yeah. uh, So, Anything else to add to that? So we got HRV, squat to deadlift ratio, strict pull-ups, running. Um, you've taken blood pressure, heart rate. Uh, any kind of metrics that you think are valuable for the kind of people that we work with to take a look at? I think those are the big ones. Then let's just also make sure we're tracking these trends over time. Like You need to go back and look at your Fran time, your 5K time, your back slot, one right max PR, and make sure that these metrics that you're tracking are actually changing over time. And if they're not, figure out why they're not. Are you training too much, training too little? Do you need to work on your weak points? Do you need to work on the recovery, nutrition, sleep stuff more? But don't just write them down and measure them every six months. Actually go back and do the work to see if the work you're doing is creating what you want. Any, uh, any apps that you kind of use to aggregate all that data into a single place or are, you, are we still use, looking between? I use notes on, on, on the Mac guy. Um, okay. 
I have not found an app that I like. I would love if somebody would DM me and tell me an app that they like that tracks fitness metrics. But everything I've done in the past it's just seemed clunky for something so simple. Yeah. Agreed. I, I, there's literally nothing, not even one that can like measure just your strength well, uh, yeah. at least so in my experience. On notes, I have like CrossFit wads, I have strength, and then I have endurance stuff. And I just write down the date and time or weight or reps of those workouts that I'm regularly checking. Uh, I'm going to add this is, I wanted to add this earlier, but uh, in a previous podcast, we talked, I needed to do the glute strength program. Did it, and now my ratio of back squat and deadlift are messed up. So now I can back squat more. <laughs> I'm back squatting more, slightly more than deadlifting. So uh, my so ratio is off. Improve uh, back builders in your future. Yeah, that is uh, hopefully starting next week. So it's uh, it. This happened the other day. I went, I went to do uh, to build into a heavy single, and was like very surprised by. Uh, how much less my deadlift had gotten than my back squat, which I had tested the week before. So uh, good, good things to know. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks guys for uh, tuning in. Uh, track these metrics. Uh, if you have any questions, DM Zach at the Barbell Physio, shoot us an email uh, at info at performanceplusprogramming.com uh, or DM us at Performance Plus Program. Uh, make sure that you go check out the website. We've just launched the Bar Muscle Up Endurance Program. Uh, we have some other great things coming out. Uh, so stay tuned in all that. And we'll see you guys. Soon.